Welcome to a Canadian Grand Prix New Product Awards bonus episode of The Food Professor. My co-host Sylvain Charlebois and I are thrilled to once again be supporting Retail Council of Canada's New Product Awards this year, as we are both big believers in supporting new and innovative products for the grocery shelves and beyond. The Food Professor is brought to you by Omnovos, the digital customer engagement solution for grocery and restaurant marketers, helping you deliver personalized and segmented experiences at scale. Find out how you can get personal and grow sales by making every customer interaction count with Omnovos at www.realcustomerengagement.com. Maison Legram brings 30 years of experience to the table in developing their plant-based product line. With a mission to center health, healing, and the planet through food, Maison Legrand has created a line of plant-based alternatives to everyday staples, including pesto, cheese, yogurt, and now butter. In this episode, Titania Bossi, co-founder of Maison Legrand, emphasizes the importance of legible ingredient lists, reaching plant-curious consumers, and the role of vegan butter in the plant-based revolution. Let's listen in now. Titiana, welcome to the Food Professor Podcast. How are you doing this morning? Thank you very much for having me, Michael. I'm I'm absolutely thrilled. This is my first podcast. Well, welcome, welcome. I, I, I we were talking off mic. You listen to podcasts, but this is now the mic is turned. You get to be on a podcast, and it's our pleasure to host. And congratulations on on becoming a finalist in the Retail Council of Canada's Canadian Grand Prix Awards. It's a, it's a great achievement. Well, thank you. I'm uh, I'm absolutely thrilled. I've never even thought of ever being a part of such a uh, an event. And, um, so now that I am, I'm, um, I'm really psyched actually. Cause I'm like, yes, I've got so much purpose that I want to share <laughs> with people. Well, let's, let's not waste any time. Let's get to that purpose. Let's start out uh, a little bit about yourself or the company. Let's start there. Give me your origin story. Well, this, uh, our business is, um, uh, with my partner in life and work that we started the business, um, over 30 years ago. So, um, Bernard, um, uh, and I met and he already had a uh, health food company. So he was doing the type of food that nobody knew back then. They barely 30 even years. Yeah. yeah. You're yeah. an, you're an OG. That's an OG, uh, kind of 30 years. That's a long time. That's yeah. fantastic. And we're, we're, we're all about health. So it's um, Bernard actually had on his packaging over 30 years ago when he was making uh, fresh prepared foods, uh, let your health be your remedy. And, um, uh, and signed Hippocrates, nevertheless. And Health Canada asked him to take it off. Because <laughs> people may actually think they could heal themselves with food. And he was like, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so um, it's really exciting to see how long, how far, not long, how long it took. Yes. But how yes. far um, the world has come. And uh, so we've been riding that. Uh, I'd love to say wave, but I think it was, <laughs> it took a long time to. More about portaging, right? It's a great yeah. Canadian story. You know, you've got to, you go down the fast moving water and then you got to pick up the canoe and go over the dry spots, right? And get back yeah. into the water. That, that's a much better description. Absolutely. So yeah, no, so it's taken the time and we've, uh, we've stuck it out and uh, because we, you know, it's very much a mission driven business and um, we, um, we absolutely believe you know, we can, we have the choice, we have the power to find our true health. Well, now you're an early advocate, you and your partner, Legrand, you're an early advocate of this philosophy, science, whatever we want to call it about food as an important part of, of health. I, I, it feels like culture, 
I don't know if science caught up with where you are. What do you think happened in, in society to, to bring these two things together? And, and I'm not sure we're quite there yet, but we feel like we're pretty close. What do you think? Uh, no, the momentum feels tremendous right now. It's the most exciting time to be in, um, in the natural food space. And uh, it's, it's about time, for one. But um, people's health are deter- is just deteriorating. People are suffering. They don't understand why. Um, you know, they go to their doctor, or should I say drug pusher, to ask for help. And, um, you know, the doctors have how many uh, hours of education in uh, nutrition? They're just mm-hmm. not able to help. And so people don't understand. But the it's broken. Our, the, the, the food world has, has not served people to find th- how they should eat to know their true health. And Mm. so it's slowly, you know, gathering steam now. And people are questioning, what do I need to eat to feel healthy? You know, it's, it's such a unique time in our lives with the COVID era. And, and, you know, I, I try to reflect on, on our lessons learned over the past 18 months and lessons still to be learned. And I have to think that, uh, because many of us, uh, are by force, so to speak, eating at home, we're making our own meals, we're more engaged in eating, that the connection, and of course, who's not thinking about our health these days, a little too much, unfortunately, some days, mm-hmm. who, I have to imagine that connection will, will bring a renaissance of thinking about healthy foods and, and making that connection, like it's been advanced, it feels like, I want to get your thoughts, it feels like it's been advanced or accelerated, what do you think? Absolutely. And uh, I, I think for most people, it starts with curiosity. And um, I think now we're and, and an openness. And now I would say we're moving more into the perhaps the the, the plant curious. And mm. so now we're saying, wow, okay, you know, what if I could um, have such delicious plant based products and incorporate those into my uh, everyday. And so I, I think that for consumers or, you know, people in general, it's, um, it's being accelerated these days because we're at the tipping point of questioning what is in our food and is that going to give me, uh, the chance to, um, to feel so much better. And, um, you know, maybe if I can tap into that, I'll be in a better place. So I think that it's, we're going to, you know, I think the next stage that I'm looking forward to is that um, consumers are going to just start incorporating those plant-based products, kind of like, you know, consumers are incorporating plant-based milks, but that more and more products will just be um, an automatic and saying like, yeah, like, you know, why would I buy uh, animal-based uh, yogurts when I could have, you know, animal-based dairy yogurts, I should say. Um, mm. But uh, it's, uh, you know, and I could have a plant-based yogurt uh, that is um, uh, actually, in fact, even better. Well, and, and I can speak from personal experience. I was, you know, milk drinker for my whole life. Uh, still, I still like a, a glass of milk, a nice cold glass of milk. But I, in my coffee, I drink, not almond, I drink oat milk. I love oat yeah. milk. I, I love the taste of it. Um, I've tried, I went from soy to oat, kind of bouncing around a bit. And, and for some, for me, that was a bit of a conscious decision, but also just a flavor decision. So I think that's another milestone, right? Is that, um, the products are great, which brings me to ask about 
your product that's the finalist uh, in the in the Canadian Grand Prix Awards. Tell me all about your vegan organic butter product. Yeah, well, it's um, it was uh, the dairy product that was the hardest for me to give up. Um, often people talk about cheese, um, but cheese wasn't really a big deal. Um, but butter was really tough just because there's nothing that can replace, um, you know, butter on toast. And so, uh, I kept telling my partner, uh, Bernard, I'm like, I really need you to make an amazing butter <laughs> and not a margarine, you know, because we're all about health. And what, the one thing uh, that's so important is to understand that so many of the plant-based products out there, the vegan products out there, I actually don't believe that they're necessarily healthier. You know, you'll still potentially have that heart attack if you're mm. eating, you know, certain meat products on a daily basis, just like you would if you're having a highly, highly modified uh, ingredient uh plant-based product. And so what we do very differently is that it's only real food. And I think what's very different from the ingredient list is when you look at our ingredients for all the Legrand products, you'll understand all of the ingredients. It's something that you'll have in your fridge and none of it is modified. So it's, it's just real uh, food. And then where Bernard just gets incredibly creative is that he has um, potatoes and carrots in it. And, but huh. in mind, they're not even modified. It's not potato starch. It's not, you know, ca carrot coloring uh, because natural colors are not necessarily natural. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's real carrots, real potatoes. So it's, but the crazy thing is, is it actually behaves and spreads just like butter. So it's, it's huh. a phenomenal, phenomenal product. So for you in the development of this product, it was an intersection of the, the personal and the professional. But why do you think or do you think there's room for it on the shelves? How are you thinking about that in the grocery shelves and on the, on the tables? Do you think there's a, a great market for this? And, and tell me about your thought process about how it fits in a grocer's assortment, how it fits in their line. It should absolutely just be right next to all the dairy butters. Um, and I think that's where a lot of chains are, are going with it now. Um, ideally, I think there would be two placements in on a grocery shelf because you want to be able to appeal to your, um, you know, maybe you're more your vegetarian or natural sure. food shoppers who are not necessarily going in that section. But that's the thing is we're all talking now at retail about how do you get the consumer who is slowly, you know, like we talked about earlier, the plant curious, their, their curiosity is growing, but they're not um, necessarily going to a special section. So right. you want to get them right where they're at. And people are wondering, you know, why do I have that bloating? Why do I feel, um, you know, that I've got digestive issues? Well, typically that comes from dairy modified ingredients and um so you know by discovering products like ours um people will just not only feel better about themselves and feel better about the environment and animals but number one is our own health and that's huge right on now are you finding it it, it was the case i think that products uh, like yours would be in a, a specific section right and the the challenge is people who were oriented to have natural products would go to that section but 
the folks who were, uh, you know, who would just go by behave, by habit would not go. Are you finding more and more retailers and more and more merchants are saying, yeah, let's list you there, sure, for people who are looking for natural products as a destination, but let's also start mixing you in amongst, uh, you know, as you said, amongst amongst the butter so that everyone can have the chance. Are you finding that uh, merchants more open to that discussion? So I'm just going to backtrack it for a minute to um, answer your question thoroughly. Um, you mentioned um, uh, when you had sent me some some info um, prior to our, our uh, podcast today, and you had used the word evolution, the plant-based evolution. Mm-hmm. And when I was just preparing and writing some notes, and I, went, I rewrote it and said, revolution. Mm-hmm. It is a revolution. And so for retailers... They're being a lot of them are being actually caught off guard because it's mm. happening so damn fast, and they don't necessarily know where they should be putting all these um, amazing new products that are coming out. And yeah. so, um, just recently, um, my son's girlfriend was saying how she because they're very um, very committed um, plant based vegans, and she ended up picking up this product and it was vegetarian, but it was in a vegan section. And she was mm. like, oh, my God, I almost bought something that had eggs in it. And you know, she was really concerned about that. Yeah. Well, I think for retailers, oh, it's mm. not an easy reality right now. Um, and they're trying to please many different needs and many different shoppers. So uh, I think that they have work to do. I don't think they've found the ultimate solution. Uh, but I think by having more labeling and investing in more, um, uh, you know, big, um, I was going to say it in French, they you know, like just big posters by yeah. indicating, saying in a yogurt section and having one big yogurt section, but saying, you know, okay, this is the, the cow's milk. This is the, you know, sheep's milk. This is our, you know, our vegan with coconut. This is our vegan with what have you. And so, it, that's just going to really help consumers because otherwise you go into some of these sections and it can be a little overwhelming. So yes, we, need, we need the uh, retailers to invest in more education. And this is something that we've decided as a company, we're investing, uh, we're going to start into a lot more education to help consumers to transition to a plant-based mm-hmm. diet. Because even though I am what I consider plant-based vegan, I do not go around saying everybody should be vegan and, you know, the vegans that might be listening don't hate me, but it's because <laughs> I, I don't believe in the fast food, vegan food. Hmm. It's just, it's so heavily transformed and you're not going to be healthier. And because we're very, our company and Bernard and I are very committed to health that consumers, they need help learning how to transition all of that. So I'd rather somebody eat a little bit of meat, dairy, not so much because it's just full of junk and hormones, but I'd rather somebody eat a little bit of quality organic meat, but load their plate with tons of vegetables because that's where you're going to find your ultimate health and, and, and having the fruit during the day. And, you know, then we can come in and then help consumers by saying, okay, you know, you're gaining ground on eating more and more plant-based. And uh, you just start, as you said earlier, you just start to slowly, your taste buds even change. And you don't have those same desires 
for the food that you always thought you absolutely had to have. Well, one thing I can tell you you've nailed uh, is your packaging is attractive packaging. It's really, really wonderful packaging. Congratulations on that. Oh, I mean, it really, it really stands out. Now, last question for you. Lessons learned. So it's been, a, I'm no doubt, been a long journey uh, in developing this. How long did it take you to develop from, from inception to, to, to final product, your, your, um, your product? How long did it take? Bernard is pretty exceptional. I would say, um, even though there was definitely some tweaking going on in the end, Bernard created that uh, in probably just six months. Wow. Uh, but wow. what you have to keep in mind here is... Based on that, 30 years of experience, yeah, right? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 All yeah, those yeah. years. Like, Bernard knows... So he's an expert now in, in cultures. Bernard's yeah. been doing fermentation for over 30 years. Right. So, you know, we fermented vegetables on a daily basis that he makes for us. And uh, therefore, all of that knowledge is, um, you know, has been acquired. So it certainly helps facilitate the six months because obviously there's a lot of, you know, background that goes into creating yeah, yeah, um, for sure, these amazing for sure. products. Okay. During those six months and the time now, lessons learned. Uh, share one or two lessons for, for the listeners, perhaps uh, makers like yourself, you know, in, in making the product. And uh, what would you what would you share as kind of a lessons learned during the journey that you've just had or that you're on? Wow, you've kind of caught me off guard here. I'm really not sure what to uh, to what to respond to that. Um, I I think that what I've probably gotten better at from from doing all of this is I'm a maniac for checklists. So this is just this has <laughs> nothing to do with food, um, yeah. but really making sure that you have incredible communication with your team. And so uh, when you want things to move at a very fast pace, you have to have daily communication and, and we have different formats that we've adapted and a lot of written because verbal communication um, needs to always be substantiated with, um, with written um, to just make sure that everybody understood and everybody right. is on the same page. Fantastic. No such thing as over communicating when you're launching and creating a product in six months and getting it to market, mm -hmm. right? Right on. It's a great exactly. lesson. Well, Tatiana, thanks so much for joining me on the Food Professor podcast. It was wonderful to hear your story. I, I'll be on the virtual stage with you, so to speak, uh, coming up at the, uh, at the Gallo Awards coming up in June. But uh, until then, I wish you continued success and uh, best of luck and uh, look forward to, uh, to trying your products myself. Well, I appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me, Michael. And uh, I am going to now become a fervent listener to um, your your podcast. And uh, I'm going to, uh, on my morning jogs, I'm going to be uh, continually tuned in now to the food professor. So thank you hey, very much for having me. Well, thanks for listening into this episode. And good luck to all the Canadian Grand Prix New Product Awards finalists. To see all the finalists and learn more about the upcoming Gala Awards on June 3rd, 2021, visit www.rccgrandprix.ca. If you like what you heard, you can subscribe on Apple, iTunes, Spotify, or on your favorite podcast platform. Please rate and review, and be sure to recommend to a friend or colleague in the grocery, food service, or restaurant industry. I'm Michael LeBlanc, producer and host of the Voice of Retail podcast and a bunch of other stuff. Stay tuned for our next episode with my partner, Sylvain Charlebois. Stay safe, everyone.